This is reposted. Every morning, Larry and I dig into a quote or idea that has caught our eye. Our hope is that our chat inspires you to never stop thinking and possibly challenges you in a new way. Thank you for stopping by. Well, I think I'm a firm believer in you should be able to change your mind. People evolve, things change. But also, I have the question, like, who should you trust? Like, at what point should something be trustworthy? And I think more and more that we do this show and that we see different sides of the news, the burden is falling on us to do our own research. Research. Anyway, there's this article that came out. The AP picked it up. This one's specifically for Reuters. Is August 30th of this year. They said the FDA had a statement on their website. The link is since removed. There's no such thing as a safe tobacco product. So FDA's safe and effective standard for evaluating medical products is not appropriate for tobacco products. Earlier this week, the FDA released a statement, removed that prior statement from their website. Speaking of a specific um, electronic cigarette company, they said, quote, the manufacturer's data demonstrates its tobacco-flavored products could benefit addicted adult smokers who switch to these products either completely or with a significant reduction in cigarette consumption. So a month ago, the FDA does not evaluate tobacco because it's not safe. Now it is safe. First thought is a lobbyist got to them and they changed it. But like, does the FDA have the... Um, as the general public, do we allow them to change their mind on that? Or what do you think about this uh, quick switch? You know, I'm kind of confused by the FDA just in general, because remember, like their, the COVID vaccines came out mm -hmm. and then a year later, they were like, OK, now they're FDA approved. Well, yeah, they got the emergency approval and then they got full approval. OK, so that was the difference there, because right. I feel like vape has been out like we know all sorts of vapors and right. now they're saying it's okay. So did they also get emergency vapes, get emergency approval? No, I don't think I got an emergency approval. I think they, I mean, th this is kind of in a gray area. It sounds like to me, the way it reads is like, all right, we're acknowledging that this, if you're going to smoke, this is going to be better for you than a cigarette because that has tar and all the other different additives in it. And I think vaping is mainly water and the nicotine which is still bad for you. So it, it's basically they're saying this is a way to reduce it. But I guess before the pandemic, I didn't think much about the FDA other than it's rigorous testing. And if the FDA approves it, I would generally be okay. Be like, well, if this is something that applies to me, I feel comfortable taking it. Now with emergency approvals, them switching their stance on tobacco, is it now like I read something on Fox News and I have to go to CNN or I read something on CNN and I have to go to Fox News? Like, who do I cross-reference FDA suggestions to, from? And just to throw another log on your FDA fire here, they're only approving one of these mm -hmm. vape companies. There's a gazillion. Why did they approve this one and not the others? Yeah, from what I understand about vaping, I don't know too much about it, but some of the manufacturers use really cheap products. So I think the the negative press about vaping has been like the really cheap ones can be super harmful early on because like maybe the plastic will melt and you're inhaling a lot more than you think you are. Uh, but yeah, I think the company they approved is out of England at the uh, Juul, which I think is the most common one I've heard of J-U-U-L. 
is in the process of getting FDA approval. I never thought we would say FDA approved cigarette company, Juul, you know, it's a, it's a weird, it's a weird time. Just to throw another fire on log, I think you recommended that uh, movie on HBO, the documentary about the drug companies. Mm -hmm. I forget what's the what was the big uh, drug that kind of got out of control in America. Uh, Perkins? No, Uh, Vicodin. Vicodin. One one of the big ones, right? And it and they're trying to get approved for this drug in the eighties or whatever. And basically, Mm -hmm. they buy off the FDA. They don't. they, They go to this meeting. They approve it. Next thing you know, someone on the board of directors of the FDA becomes on the board of directors, Doug drug company becomes a billionaire, right? It's right. Like, so they're buying, I mean, that's how the world works, right? Powerful people buy off powerful people and then they get their products on the platform. So yeah, I essentially come, I've come to this conclusion. Yeah, should we really even tr- trust the FDA to begin with? Yeah, I mean, I guess it's trust no one, which is which is sad because I think we're all inherently a little bit lazy and we want to have, you want to have this place where you can turn and be like, all right, I know the, the information coming out of this source is going to be true. Like you, you and I probably both have people in our lives. It's like, if I talk to this person, I know I'm going to get a straight answer. Hopefully everyone listening has that in their life. But the more I learn, maybe it's because I'm older, maybe it's because I don't know what, but I feel like there's not really any uh, third party or independent sources. I can be like, all right, I know what I'm going to get. Maybe the BBC, but I know that's not even true. I just like, I like to think the BBC is going to be uh, unbiased. So now kind of to the point at hand about like vaping. So for the record, I'm, I'm kind of pro smoking. Like I don't smoke. I kind of get annoyed when people smoke near me because it kind of really bums me out. But some people really need to smoke. They're, they're stressed out there they it just gives them a moment of zen so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of okay with people smoking but what drives my wife crazy i'm okay i don't necessarily want to go back to the days when you could smoke in an airplane or smoke in a right. restaurant but i'm okay with people smoking the other thing i'm the the vape idea is kind of interesting in that like with the cherry flavors and the vanilla you kind of maybe lump kids into it so mm-hmm. maybe that's not the best of thing but i will say on once again i'm not the fda but if you're going to smoke, vaping sounds like it'd be better for you than tobacco. Yeah, I mean, it does seem that way. I haven't gone into any scientific papers about what is actually happening, but on a surface level, it seems like there's a lot less that you're ingesting. I'm kind of curious on it. It sounds like your your take on the vaping is like or on smoking or vaping. It's your choice. It's your life. Live your life. Are you okay with the helmet law for motorcycles in the state in some of the states in the U.S.? Or yeah. is it like, hey, man, it's up to you. You're riding a motorcycle, put a helmet on if you want. I know these arguments kind of like back and forth because the same thing is probably the argument for tobacco, right? That it is for helmets, right? If people don't wear the helmets, they end up in hospitals and taxpayers, we end up paying for their stuff because they don't have insurance. Same thing with smoking, right? People that smoke have lung cancer, they're in hospital more, blah, blah, blah. blah. So we ended up paying for it in the beginning. Like you kind of hear both sides of that. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I'm kind of okay with cigarettes, but I'm not necessarily okay with uh, seatbelts and helmets. I think because seatbelts and helmets are an immediate and very visual thing that you see as a repercussion of it going wrong. And smoking is always like internally, maybe you'll uh, audio audibly hear someone coughing, but uh, I would say that might cost the healthcare system more in the long run because it's not a quick death it's uh you you develop pneumonia you get lung cancer or or whatever or you just have generally poor health and so that's bad too i i just 
I don't really have a point. I'm just, this is an open thought I'm going to continue to have on the FDA was something I didn't think about much. And now I'm like, well, I have to question everything they tell me now. I agree with that. Can't we just go to Wikipedia and then they would have all the answers as to what we should eat or not? Well, if you're nefarious enough, you can feed Wikipedia wrong Damn information. It. And then all of a sudden, Damn it. All of a sudden that sacred in this world. Goes awry. I mean, generally, if I just am in the d- doctor's office waiting for them to come in the room, if there's a pamphlet, I'll read that and take that as fact. Generally. I definitely will like when I go to my yearly checkup with my doctor, uh, the great doctor um, Bandari. Awesome. I'll always be like, "Hey, I'm doing this thing. What do you think?" And he'll always he'll never give me a straight answer. He'll be like, "Yeah, well, yeah. but getting risk. That's uh, that's the new uh, first. Do no harm. <laughs> Second, mitigate your risk." Eh, might as well. He's there. Yeah. Well, if you're excited about this new vaping suggestion by the FDA, please tell us about it. Find us at Reposted Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm Andrew Keller for Dr. Anthony Fauci. Saying th- thanks for stopping by.